This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With six games remaining, it's 13 unbeaten and automatic promotion is still mathematically in our hands with two home games in a row to come. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing Ipswich Town Up or Down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and this is the live match reaction special following Cheltenham 1, Ipswich Town 1. Joining me to discuss it, joining me to maintain a spirit of, you know, relaxed, we'll analyse, but we're not going to get crazy about this now, are we guys? Seb Brown, Dave Diamond, my Easter buddies, I've, I feel like I've spoken to you guys seemingly every spent day. Easter, spent Easter with you, I'm surprised I haven't got an egg. We, well, it's in the post. I had to give him yeah. kind of Bennett on Suffolk, didn't I? I had to carry some favour. Uh, I, I, it kind of feels like I'm preempting. Perhaps we've all we've all been eating chocolate for the last 48 hours, haven't we? And we've had a bit of a disappointment at the football, and maybe we're having a bit of a crash, like my three and a half year old niece who had a bit of a tantrum before she went home mm. today. So I kind of feel like our role is to lift everyone ahead of. Going was back it a, to work was it a chocolate? And was it a chocolate induced tantrum? I, I suspect so, Dave. There's all kinds of, you know, it's, it's like movie. it's like Cheltenham's goal today. There's avoidable moments <laughs> there, definitely. But at the end of the day, someone's made a mistake. And, uh, it's probably... Never let a loose with a whole leg. Never. Exactly right. But how are you guys, uh, Dave? We'll start with you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely all right. Quite a nice, fairly relaxing Easter, which was um, which was all good. Yeah, thanks. Lovely stuff, Seb. Yeah, same. Nice Easter, nice and relaxed, and I'm off the rest of this week quite nicely. Oh, so I'm, uh, yeah, got that in, a, a bit of time off before next, next. Going back to work a week tomorrow, and we have to say thank you for stepping in as well. So Craig 
a bit sleep deprived if, if travel logistics he, he he'd have been he, he he might have been a little bit more <laughs> depressed and sad <laughs> possibly like my niece to be fair with a lack of sleep so um we'll, we'll say it'd have been like he'd have been it'd have been the craig that when he doesn't quite make 30 points in pop master that'd have been oh, his sort of, yeah so yeah craig will be uh relaxed putting his feet up we'll um we'll definitely get him involved later on in the week but we said we are live we want to hear from you in the chat uh give us your views on give us your views on the running uh what's going on elsewhere because we'll talk about that as well it's teams around us still trying to find ways to chuck points away and keep it exciting too but let's jump into the chat and see who we've got marks with us bit disappointing result for town but still unbeaten move on to saturday yep. exactly right that's the spirit we want nick um good to have you with us again um if i'd been offered 26 points 10 games ago i'd have bitten your hand off like a bit of cream egg uh gary's with us uh evening folks um what else have we got i've got lots of marks here tonight mark long uh, one team are still due a wobble from the top three that'll hopefully open the door for us if we win four plus mark yeah. rattles here john b feeling a bit gutted maybe i need we're here to help John, it's like therapy. We'll vent if you want. Come on, John. If you want to get it off your chest, John, make yourself feel better, and then we'll uh, we'll think about the weekend coming up. Um, Zorak, though, feeling super deflated. Ooh. Going to be a nervy six games. Oh, it might not be, Zorak. It might not be. Uh, Clark and Lee seem good at full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevie's with us. David's with us. Luke's with us. James is with us. Jules, our mate Jules, is here. 25 hey, out of 27. And Plymouth... What's that saying? Nineteen stone. Plymouth, Plymouth lost. Stone. Who, who lost. Plymouth have lost. Have, <laughs> added, have been eating Easter eggs all weekend. I know that, I know that Cosgrove was a big one, but not nineteen stone. They've all surely. got on the big scales together, and it's like, and Schumacher's gone nine, 19 stone. What's going on, lads? There we go. There we there go. I'm, I'm just warming up for Cook. He, he's uh, coming back at some point. Uh, yeah. got, got a shout out, David Bergen, as always. Uh, Thank you for the super chat. David, you Thank continuing you. support. Gary as well. Oh, uh, £10 super cheers, chat. You guys are being yourself. super generous Good as man. always. Uh, we, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for uh, getting involved. And thank you for all the support for our shows over the Easter weekend as well. Really appreciate the comments. Um, the, as we said, a thumbs up is really appreciated as well. So please do that. And if you haven't already subscribed, because we will be keeping busy over the next few weeks and plenty, I'm sure, to talk about um so thank you for your support everyone there chris good to have you with us no tantrums from anyone at the club unsurprisingly um but then they're not three years old <laughs> right right no yeah mckenna's not gonna be kicking and screaming his way to the oh. coach i'm sure nick's with us never gonna win them all but we didn't lose and yeah plenty of folks joining us um dr zach king uh our mate westy um great to have you hey, with westy. us listen Let's jump into it, shall we? I can't. Uh, I wish I could say it to everyone, but we love. To, we love to talk about football. Let's talk about football, guys. And um, Seb, we talked about Cheltenham. I think it was on Saturday night, and it went out on Sunday, didn't it? it feels like a long yes. time ago. You lose track, don't you? The days just merge into one <laughs> over this. Yeah, this period of time. You you had a, a, not a sense of foreboding. We didn't. You didn't have Dave Diamond's spidey senses in the greyhound, but we got. We know about Cheltenham's kind of hoodoo. We know we talked about the one or draw Portman Road, the, the statistical anomaly that that game was. But there's something about going away to 
to grounds like Cheltenham and their shag pile carpet that fills everyone. <laughs> yeah, like we said, you know, we both predicted wins, but I think we both agreed this was going to be a bit of a tricky one given their home form was was reasonable. You know, it's not amazing, but it's not the easiest place in the world to go. And they've got a goal scorer. We kept saying that, you know, a lot of sides down there, they can kind of create all they want, but they generally struggle to have somebody to put the ball in the back of the net. But with Alfie May, Cheltenham do have that player and that's always going to be a risk as we'll come on to regarding the game. I mean, yeah, we've been on this amazing run so although it was a difficult place I thought we were going to kind of go to I did think we'd win but you know we've got to keep the positives from the game it's a horrible ground I was there last year with the barrage of long throws and the the, the late defeat you know the the fans are right on top of you it's a tight narrow pitch and yeah it's one of those kind of grounds that for me sums up league one and is you know a, a reason why we don't want to be going to these kind of places again next year I've had enough of this and Accrington and Fleetwood and all the rest of them you know get rid of them all hopefully <laughs> we uh, we haven't got to go there again <laughs> Just yeah, dismiss well, them all, and windy as well, Dave. Just to add into the mix, yeah, well. it was it made it all more horrible. Then I saw a tweet. I think post match. Did you see the tweet of the goal mouth post match where yeah, they basically Phil from Telegram posted filled, it? Yeah, just filled in like a couple of lumps of turf right in the middle of the six yard box. And that wasn't a oh, it's Joe yeah, was it recipe for disaster? No. Yeah, it, it, it is tough because you know you're going to be you know the way they play, you're going to be sort of under the under the cosh from pretty much the high ball and quite direct. But as Seb quite rightly said, they have got a goal scorer um, who's um, did it last season. He's did it did it again this season. I think he's missed a reasonable amount of time game time this season as well. So, yeah, only 33 um, appearances, I think. So yeah, yeah, so uh, perhaps I'll, he's played more than I thought. Actually, I thought he'd played even less than that. So yeah, it's always going to be uh, always going to be a, a tricky one. Not all starts, though, Dave. But yeah, we we yeah. we warned about Alfie May. I mean, anyone yeah. who's looked at the goal scoring charts knew about Alfie May before today, anyway, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But a lot of folk uh, calling <laughs> talking about tantrums on Twitter and TWTD. Well, you, if people feel like they need to vent here, that's great. Um, but I think we'll try and navigate our way through this with minimal tantrums, shall we? I think we, we said to... the other night, can you imagine, can you imagine if we'd had the recent run that Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, man. <laughs> or if we'd lost 2-0 at home to Lincoln today. Like oh, oh well, there you go. Did. You know, if it had been the other way around. and Exploded, absolutely yeah. The grass isn't always greener. Sometimes yeah. it's a bit patchy. It needs to be filled in, doesn't it? But there Jules is feeling positive. Thank you, Jules. Um, um, oh, we Jules. appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you for the super mate. chat. Um, that's great. Uh, Dave, let's talk about Ipswich because one change, I guess one change that we may have feared yeah. or expected because he got a clattering in the last two yeah, matches. He, he hobbled off, didn't yeah, he hobbled yeah. off on um, he hobbled off on Saturday. Didn't look too clever. He did play on a bit further, didn't he? But he did hobble off, um, and I think we all expected him not to be there. So um, it was no great surprise that he, that he wasn't there today. And by all accounts, I don't think he even travelled. So we understand. I don't think so. He was obviously not even close. So perhaps with one eye on. Um, you know, what obviously one eye on next um the two game week next week, next next Saturday and the following you know, the following Tuesday that um probably quite wisely he was left out, even if we look we don't know if he's left out or not, but it, you, do you know what I mean, obviously injured. So um and harness, yeah, on the face of it, I suppose a straight like almost a like for like, I wouldn't say quite the quality as subsequently the game proved, but um yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought actually Harness, when he came on Saturday, looked quite sharp, actually. 
Yeah, we we talk about similar, weren't we, Seb? Um, would you have gone with Harness over Edwards? I think so. Being in a away game, had it been at Portman Road, I probably would have liked to see Edwards get a start because you know he's a bit of bringer of chaos. And I guess he is he the most like Broadhead in the way he's direct and runs at people. Potentially, maybe he's the most like for like replacement. But then Harness probably brings you better energy and pressing from the front. I would suggest so. Being in a away game, and like Dave just said, we debated it on the on the pre match show. We said. I have criticised him in the past. He tends to struggle to get up to the tempo and the pace of games when he comes off the bench. But against Wickham, I thought he came on and did really well. So mm. no issues at all with him, with him slotting in. And the rest of the team just picks itself at the moment, doesn't it? It does. Well, we won't go through this blow by blow, but I think a fair represent... I, I can put the stats up if we want. Well, I, I think it's worth picking out a few specific moments, um, though. But the, here's the overall chances for the game, which I think is fair from both halves to be honest lion's share of the possession for town better chances most shots big chances overall only one though um mm. but i think that kind of tells the story and in terms of the first half guys i think we, there's a the first half obviously culminates with a substitution harness is withdrawn edwards comes on we don't know whether there's an injury there but i wouldn't be surprised if it's maybe tactical but this moment on 19 minutes where Harness is kind of played in, maybe unexpectedly, to be fair to him. But Serbi should be getting a shot on target, to, shouldn't he? Got to hit the target and got to score. Yeah, it's a little ball around the corner from Chaplin, isn't it, I think? And Harness kind of finds himself in the space. And I think pre the injury, he probably buries that because, you know, he was he was in decent form and he was scoring goals up until he was uh, picked up that knock against Pompey in the, in the pizza cup. But he just skews it wide of the post. And yeah, you kind of get the impression that well, we've seen there how many shots we've had. We know from the, the Portman Road game how difficult this team is to score against. When you get a Giltez chance like that, you have to take it. And he just kind of gets it slightly wrong and fires it past the post. I've not seen a replay. The angle on you know, on iFollow wasn't the greatest. Not great, I'm not sure how close it was, but you've got to hit the target in that position. I think if that falls to Chaplin, on his left, boom, 1-0. Yeah. Burns, probably, you know, 1-0. Anybody else, he's just, you know, he's, he's not quite had the same effect in front of goal since that injury. And it was a, yeah, a shame it fell to him, but you, you've got to take that chance. And, and if you go 1-0 up then, you know, relatively early on, it's a completely different game, isn't it? Because they've then got to come out and try mm. and, you know, take take the game to you. He struggled a bit, didn't he, Harness, Dave? Didn't really... I think so. I mean, he, I mean it was it was a really good move because he engineered the one-two, didn't he, with Chaplin? I think it was Chaplin actually back here. It was a lovely move, and he I, I just expected it when he sort you know hit it across the keeper just to see it you know nestle nicely in the corner. But yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen the view from behind the goal. No doubt, someone would have it was right in front of the town fans, was it? So no doubt, at some point we'll see a view on that from behind the goal. But yeah, he's, he's got a score there. Yeah, he has. Yeah, and the rest of the half. I mean, there's chances here. I, I just felt like you could tell that the pitch was really tight and congested, couldn't you? Because even the chances that fall for Cheltenham, there's this moment 23 where um, Oli Inka goes on this kind of mazy run and no one dares stop him because he's kind of around the 18-yard box and Alfie May has the kind of shot that rolls across, the hits the post, I think rolls across and Davis pirouettes it away from goal. And even earlier than that, Hurst has got a diving header that's really close in and really tight. It felt really claustrophobic didn't it Dave you can see why they keep a lot of clean sheets there fourth yeah, most in the it, league it's, it, yeah it did it's very it's very tight and crikey we saw that last year didn't he with the um, you know with the long throws didn't we last year but it was um, yeah it was, it, was a, it was a weird old first half because I mean again I think I think the win play so we were we were kicking against the win first half they had the win I mean there's a lot of balls just from them just going straight down the pitch and straight yeah. out but it wasn't a great spectacle let's face it the wind ruined it you know any any game where the wind's blowing straight down the pitch for that strength it's not going to be a classic and um 
and it, and it wasn't. And you hear there was a couple of scrambles. It, maybe that was a sign of things to come. Perhaps a little bit of miscommunication Ooh. in our box at once or twice today which yeah one of 40 minutes Wolford and has to hoof it out of the ground yeah yeah which is which was which is hasn't been there of late but um yeah certainly rode our luck with that one that was incredible I think was it Burgess or Davis he seemed to like I don't think it hit the post he like almost pirouetted on the line and came away with a ball and it fell for him he's able to get the sliding tackle we actually got the goal kick from there but yeah there's one or two moments and then there was a pretty good moment right right at the end of the half from the Davis long throw where again sort of burns Perhaps should have done better there. He's only about eight yeah, yards out, and he's close in, isn't he? Struck it, struck it pretty well, didn't he? But straight to the keeper. Yeah, there's uh, there's a goal that's disallowed. I think at the time I thought it was called against Hurst incorrectly, but it looks like it's Davis who is yeah that was running through move, from another position. That was a long go. That's a beautiful move. That been a lovely goal. Yeah, it just went too early. And we uh, champagne moment or the moment that everyone who's got an Ipswich Town sweepstake has been waiting for. Sam Morsey's first booking, guys, since the Cambridge away game. Unbelievable. It was a a good booking as well, wasn't it, though? We'll talk more about the referee, I'm sure, towards the end. But I think uh, first half, Seb, which Town were the better team, although probably Cheltenham in terms of the the more goalier moments, if it, if that makes sense, because, because we wasted the chances that we had, yeah. right? There's Harness going wide, there's Burns going straight to the keeper. And I know there's, there's a moment for Hurst there that's offside, but it felt like that moment from May was probably the closest to a goal, both either from either side. Is that fair? I think, yeah, I think so. Obviously we, we missed the two guilt edge chances, you know, score one of them. It's a different game. But like we said, when you've got a goal scorer in the side, you are always susceptible to that at the back. And that was probably the best chance of the half with the effort cleared off the line. I thought it was a bit of a kind of scrappy game. The wind didn't help at all. Let's be honest, you know, we're not trying to make excuses here, but we couldn't get our natural flow kind of going. We had a few moments down the right-hand side, I thought, where we were kind of looking to make stuff happen. But overall, we just couldn't really, I don't think we couldn't get the, you know, the space in behind. And Morsey and Longo were trying to drive things from the middle, but everything kind of felt a bit pedestrian and a bit kind of meh I don't know you know the the crowd didn't sound that loud either the away end and stuff so I don't know if there was a bit of trepidation if the conditions made it a total leveler um, you know, in, in, in conjunction with the pitch. And yeah, although we created those two chances, but even at halftime, having created chances, I think Mikey put it in Telegram. He said, you know, we've created two decent chances. If we do that again, we'll probably win the game. And I kind yeah. of thought, yeah, well, that's a, you know, that's that's a great point. Even though we've not really got going, we've not played amazingly, we have missed probably by our standards two pretty relatively easy chances. So I kind of did figure we'd get a more of a grip with the second half when the wind was in our, you know, in our favour and we could look to try and make things happen. Yeah. It's a, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just seeing the chat going as well because there's, there's, there's obviously going to be two sides to this story and your kind of perception of the game is going to skew depending on your personal preference on, on life perhaps. But I, I kind of agree with you, Seb, that I kind of felt like there was it was a, a solid enough first half. We'd rode out the, mo- the kind of a bit of a scary moment. There was also a chance for May right at the end when they finally Southwood got a goal kick straight down the pitch rather than oh, yeah. kept, kept oh, first time, right. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a go there. And, and there and was I a thought, header as well from a corner, wasn't there, which Walton kind of pounced on relatively yeah, for in the yeah, first really, 10, 15 yeah, yeah. minutes. So they did, they did have a yeah. couple, yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought generally we were good and you kind of felt with the wind behind us, we were going to build on it. Let's see what the chat has to say. Simon's been um, supporting us as well from the from the Super Chat. And I believe Simon's been over Pleasure. as well. Um, so thank you there for the $10 Super Chat for the end of season, Chadwick's party. Uh, but I uh, hope you've enjoyed your time over, Simon. And thank you for your support of the podcast as well. Really appreciate that. Um, in terms of other people's views, I think there's definitely some thoughts that chances should have been put away. 
Um, Paul's uh, Westlake, our mate Westy Harness off. Tactical for me, need to play it on the ground to the yeah. wind, due to the wind. Edwards is a better play for that. I wonder whether McKenna may have regretted, I guess, the substitution suggests that maybe he did and forced that change. Um, Neil, feel we need to win remaining home games and get at least five points out of the last three away. Probably feels about right. But there will be points dropped elsewhere and we'll come to the rest of League One. Um, that will hopefully give you a little bit more hope, Neil, than that. Uh, anyone else? Here's Rob. Anyone else think the offside goal from Davis across in the first half is correct? Very tight. We, we didn't have a good view of Davis, did we, guys? I presumed it was Hurst. Was it Davis, was it? I didn't, I I didn't it notice was... where the free kick was taken from, so I, I, think, I, yeah, I presumed it was Hurst. Yeah. I, I think, calling it I follow, the flag went up before it got to yeah. Hurst, I think. It was a square right. pass, so he couldn't... Hurst wasn't ever going to be outside unless the lines, the lines was made a massive howler, but I think, it, I think we believe well, it's for Davis. Um, Jules, the chances we had, we should have been out of sight. Um, their goal shouldn't have mattered. Yep. Again, we, it was kind of similar chat to the, the previous before our eight game run isn't it uh where that if you don't you know don't get those two or three goal leads uh you could be in in a little bit of issues gary i follow courage appalling so many replays when the ball had been released quickly i agree with that mm. uh if it were if it was the same editor of pride park they would have missed both the town's <laughs> yeah. goals yeah that's yeah. true yeah exactly right uh yeah lee not happy with harness woeful his words uh, edwards miles better gave us energy we'll talk about the start of the second half i thought edwards started strongly but maybe faded a little bit uh, david w right up my strass so this one hashtag believe we all need to do a little bit of ted lasso in our life uh that's the if there's one headline for today's show it needs to be hashtag believe uh his dr zach king i feel like i owe it to him to use his full title 100 points is still on there you go 98 and we do it 96 who knows ridiculous league and a proper daft year for it exactly right um lee first off was poor he says we look nervy at the back uh, i think we can probably agree a little bit of a few moments there maybe external variables lee pitch conditions perhaps tight pitch etc some of our passing was poor build up play too slow shooting just awful uh, your guys thoughts on that i mean there's there's an element of truth in there isn't it maybe i'm reading too much into the specifics of these words but i kind of felt like we were the better team and yeah we were marginal but... moments probably could have gone better for us perhaps? yeah we were the better team i don't think our passing was quite up to up to what it usually is but then i think you know you do have to look at the outside conditions and perhaps the pitch was a bit lively and certainly the wind blowing down the blowing down the pitch didn't help so yeah i thought the first half was look we should have been one if not should have as, as mikey said in the in the um, telegram half time we should have been one if not two up yeah Yep. Uh, Rob, quite rightly, again, the, people are finding the things that bugged me and I was watching yeah, that, it with my, yeah, my dad. Yeah, made throwing the ball away. As soon as he I, slammed the ball down, that has to be a yellow. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely well, nailed on. I thought he had got a booking, so the fact he hasn't, because there was a, to Gary's point, I thought there was a replay and we didn't therefore see the end of the conversation ah. with the referee, but yeah, um, I think that's right, Rob. Totally agree with that one. Um, Kirk, uh, don't want to dig out how we need to be, we need to find some positives on harness, don't we? By me. Um, it annoys me when players get a rare chance and don't go all out. I mean, that's, well, <laughs> to, to that one, Dave, it's a lot of pressure on harness, isn't it? Suddenly he's got the moment and uh, you know, head has been getting such plaudits, hasn't he? Fine margins in it, you know. He buries that one in the corner. He's had a great first half, hasn't he? You know, it's, it's, it's fine margins. And look, I, if, I think he did make an impact. Okay, game was over probably Saturday when he came on. Probably what was it three nil? But um, I thought he played really well when he came on when he came on Saturday. So yeah, I think you've got to give uh, 
you've got to give the lad, you know, no one, no one goes out to have a bad, to have no. a bad game. No, no, no. Um, just and not a great game. Today. If you want to come back into the team, you want to come horrible back into game. the horrible, team. Horrible, horrible game. Horrible yeah. game. Horrible game. Yeah. I'm not sure anyone really stood out. Maybe Massey Malonga, but we'll talk about him in a minute. As usual, probably. We'll talk yeah. about him in a minute. I think Lee's confirmed that he may did get a booking for that, but then didn't get one for abusing the linesman. Uh, not sure what's gone in there, but um, if spots, maybe it's all happened now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Neil, <laughs> we'll talk about, we was going to talk about Wade Elliott's what? comments. Their manager quote say they deserve the hell? I don't know why he was about... drinking at post time. He got a booking as well, didn't he, first half? Yeah, that's got to be tongue-in-cheek, surely. That's got to be just... He's just th- lobbing that in there, isn't he, surely? Yeah. Tony Rand uh, will score a late winner at Fleetwood yeah. to win the league. <laughs> and Harness will score it, Tony. There, you, there go. you go. We've come full circle. Let's start talking about the, the second half, because I thought the introduction of Edwards gave us a lot more urgency. Much the better. fact that the wind was behind us as well helped... And there's a couple of moments on about 60 minutes, guys. Um, Edwards dashing forward, isn't it? The Brilliant. first one, he la- lays the ball off to Hurst. The second one, he has a go himself. Um, do you want to talk about the first one, Seb, with Hurst? Yeah, great hit, wasn't it? So, you know, Edwards is kind of, when he came on, he started to run at them and drive at them, just like Broadhead does, which I think we've kind of seen in our game now for the last eight weeks or so. So, yeah, he gets it to Hurst and it's a great hit, isn't it? And he's so unlucky just to hit the hit the bar. The technique's brilliant. He's kind of cutting inside from the edge of the area. Absolute thunder bastard. Uh, yeah. Really, really unlucky. Really? And also unlucky the way the way it kind of falls. You know, that could have gone anywhere and could have, you know, fallen to one of our players, but unfortunately. But but you got the impression things were starting to turn. You yeah. know, since half to, since half time, we were more direct. We were creating more. The fullbacks, I thought, were kind of getting getting beyond their man a little bit better. And you just kind of got the impression things were our greater fitness, our greater quality was starting to show but Hurst was so unlucky and it just shows the confidence he's got at the moment to try that because you know he's on this great run of is it four four in four wasn't it and you know to, to have the confidence to try that kind of thing he's, he's, he's so unlucky with that great technique and a great hit and really really unlucky Edwards was so good in that build up he just dropped mm. he's, he's got that ability Edwards he's, he's <laughs> he, he drops his shoulder and he's got that ability he's very very quick over the first five yards he's got a bit from a standing start to actually go and just leave defenders for dead and good awareness and Seb's rise so unlucky that brilliant effort and when it, Did you not think it, it reminded me a bit of Cambridge? Edwards was really good for the first kind of, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the half, but very much like Cambridge away when he, I think he won the penalty, didn't he? We kind of stopped finding him, I think, yeah. the, the rest of the, the half. And it's, it's a We're really... Absolutely, it's, it's, if, yeah. if, you look, if you look towards the... Yeah, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. If you look towards the end of the game, just how much Jackson had the ball wide when Burns yeah. went off, how much Jackson had the ball wide right. And I was watching the game, I said, get the ball wide, get the ball to Edwards left. Yeah. But I don't think it was a case of him drifting out of the game at all. Just the ball just wasn't there yeah yeah I maybe I, maybe some of the Cheltenham subs were brought in to, well, to, to be fair yeah for them perhaps but yeah, I yeah point. I noticed the same thing guys and you know there's a moment there is a moment two minutes later Dave where Edwards has got behind, again because he, he, once he's ahead of his met he can't oh, he's, he's got no tackles is it it's a no, foul he's um, he's but, absolutely but gone. It's, and this was unlucky Burns, as well. Yeah, should to... do better with a shot now. Well, he's a bit further out, isn't he? To be fair, he's a little bit further out, and I think he tries from memory. I think he tries to use the defender as a, you know, as perhaps as a shield, shield. in front of him to sort of curl it. And again, all we've got is the eye follow. We, we haven't seen it from behind the goal. We haven't seen it from, you know, face on. So again, that looked by their reaction, that looked pretty close as well. But we were well in the ascendancy then, weren't we? Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, Mike, 316, evening from Lincolnshire. Up the hours. Great to have a Sheffield Wednesday fan with us. Give us your thoughts. Have you turned it around? This is a group therapy for people, for teams <laughs> who can't win at Cheltenham and can't beat uh, <laughs> Lincoln at home, Mike. So we're keen to get your views. You uh, and I'm sure our Plymouth colleagues will join us as well. But good to have um, good to have fellow supporters from other clubs here as well. And uh, interesting yeah, turnaround today for Sheffield Wednesday or the Accrington little bit dysfunctional perhaps but good to see yeah. a dinner and uh, making a contribution finally but yeah it's interesting stuff isn't it we'll talk about Plymouth shortly oh. but Seb the momentum had been ramping up hadn't it with those two efforts and um, we haven't talked about Harry Clark's long throw threat for a while the wind is there perfect storm and- the irony to, yeah, after last season conceding two goals, one directly and one in sort of second phase from long throws, we get ourselves the opener with it. And yeah, Clark absolutely hoons it in and it just falls nicely to Chaplin. The one, the one person you want it to fall Hasn't to it just is. rolls the ball home. And, you know, when you're kind of struggling to create from your normal patterns of play, sometimes you need that, don't you? We spoke about it. Uh, was it the, the the first goal against Shrewsbury? You know, you're struggling to create things, a, a set piece. Leaf Davis whips it in her scores. This time, Harry Clark whips it in, chucks it in the mixer, so to speak and it falls to the man you want it to fall to rolls the ball home so yeah you know a great a great a great time to score because the things since half time it had started to turn and you kind of were building confidence and I kind of thought we've got that one hopefully we'll get a second fairly quickly to kind of you know kill the game off and Chaplin moves on to 19 league goals for the season 22 or 23 in total continues his great run of form and yeah suddenly everything's rosy in the world again and uh, an interesting celebration guys do we think there might be news on Twitter at some point Presumably, yeah, that's what it would suggest. Yeah, a new a new arrival in the Chaplin household. Hopefully, he can celebrate that and a, and a promotion in the next month or so. Or maybe he was taking the piss out of Plymouth, putting on nineteen stone, having eaten Easter eggs all weekend. Yeah, probably that's what it was. <laughs> it's a exactly. tidy finish, though, isn't it, Dave? That it is a good finish. Can I just say I did post that in the Telegram group at half time. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but I did. Oh, say you did. That, yeah, you did. I yeah. did say that Clark's throw second half yeah. could be a weapon. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll take that one. But um, yeah, I mean. Look, that's who you want. That's who you want to finish. That was instinctive, instinctive finish, wasn't it? Um, right in the corner, static, static keeper, and um, happy days, happy days. And like I said, we're well on top in the ascendancy at that stage. So you think, yep, let's go and get a second. Yep, and um, which didn't really come, guys. And I, I'm going to put this out there. We 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 bemoaned the the momentum sapping that making big uh, lots of substitutions do, uh, happen. Oh, words. It's been a long weekend. I've been on about five <laughs> podcasts, guys. The, the, we yeah talked about how the subs maybe in previous weeks when we weren't winning maybe kind of killed a bit of our, moment, our momentum. I kind of felt like on 72 minutes, Jackson and Ladapo for Burns and Hurst, kind of, uh, the game kind of peters out a little bit for me. I wonder whether we need to yeah. keep Hurst on for a bit longer maybe, given he's in such form. I know it's harsh on Ladapo, but I kind of feel like uh, that combined with Edwards kind of disappearing out of the game, just felt like we kind of lost lost a hold of it. Am I being too harsh, critical? Any thoughts on that? Who wants to take that one? I don't. I don't think so. I, I think Hurst was again. I thought today superb. Wasn't he leading the line? Leading the line really well. Was strong throughout. And surely now he's got the. You know he's certainly up to full match fitness, and he surely he's got the got the lungs and the fitness to play to play ninety minutes. So yeah, I was a bit. I was a bit surprised about that. And then, so not not maybe oh. not Burns because I don't think Burns had was that he wasn't quite at it, was he? Yeah, no, he no, wasn't. not not Burns, but yeah, I think maybe I'd have made the Burns switch, but I don't think I'd have, I'd have made the Hurst switch then. No. Just saw a comment actually, and it Ooh. was dead right. Um, for the for the for our first goal, definite foul throw. 
Uh, yeah, foul throw for the first goal. And ironically, he got, he, and he got his leg up for the next one, didn't he? Oh yeah, ironically, it was called. It was called the next one, but the first one was a definite one. And Donassian had a really dodgy one as well. Yeah, right at the too. end. Yeah. Well, uh, he yeah. often does though. Donassian, he yeah. quite often has dodgy, dodgy throws. Well, uh, you, this won't surprise me, given you know that I'm a very pernickety person. But foul throws is a real pain in the eye. I hate <laughs> when foul throws aren't given. So I much prefer it to be the opposition, but. Uh, I kind of like the referees just called it. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match program each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Anyway, we can't put this off any longer. Do you want me to talk you through it rather than you guys? And we can, you can tell me which of these moments we should have... We should have avoided because uh, there's lots of as always with goals. You know the the, the runs over. We kind of thought, well, these the, a clean sheet run is going to end inevitably at some point. It, you know, ideally you get the win today, but and if you concede a goal, it's kind of one of those once in a kind of 10, 20, 30 year kind of run. Maybe I don't know, but there's so much wrong with this situation. Starting with Broom, who's not under any pressure from any of our forwards. With the wind for some reason dies at that moment because the wind was in his face, but he manages to from his within his own half get it right onto the edge of the eighteen yard box, and it's one of these kind of car crash moments you can see where Walton's dashing off his line. I don't think he needs to do that, so that's that's number two. If it's not brewing the wind, Wolfenden's backpedaling, so he's got no clue. I don't know who's shouting at who, but yeah, who knows? It, um, we've got. Keener is involved as well. He's come on as a sub. They all collide. The ball falls to Wolfenden under minimal pressure from my perspective. And his header is just to the edge of the box. And 
we need to give credit for this, don't we? Really nice takedown from May and very quick finish to slam it home on the volley and probably a goal that they don't really deserve. But because we hadn't really seen the game out, we hadn't got our second or third, this is likely to happen. But there's no one on the line. I think that's something that could have been sorted out as well. And Clark is kind of watching on. Luongo is watching on. Who are you going to blame for this one, guys? I know I said we were going to start this show positivity, <laughs> but I want you to blame someone. No, I don't. Uh, do you know, Give us your I, thoughts. Yeah, it's Walton, isn't it? He shouldn't be there. He just shouldn't be there. Yeah, shouldn't do it. You know, he's on the edge. He's just standing on the edge of six-yard box. It's not gone behind. Yeah, it's not gone behind. It stands on the stand on the edge of your six-yard box. Um, We've been winning everything in the air on the edge of our box, pretty much. It's just bad communication all around, really. Um, and even when the ball breaks, and um, as as you said, you know what, um, Wolfenden's caught off balance, so and he sort of like heads it out and sideways to me. Who is a it's a brilliant finish. It's a great first oh, touch. He's still got a lot to do there. It's a very good finish. Um, but there's no communication, so I think I still think Burgess could perhaps even get round behind Wolfenden. Probably Clark could even get round as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a combination of errors. But yeah, that's down on Walton. He shouldn't be there. Seb, no need. No yeah, need. it's it's Walton's mistake. Um, if he's going to come that far, he has to you know take them out and claim the ball, yeah. take out both the centre half and the centre forward, claim the ball, you know, and and, and clutch it to his chest, and it's a job done. But he sh- he shouldn't be doing it in the first place. And then Wolfenden can't really get much power on the head. He kind of falls backwards, doesn't he, as he heads it too. And then we've had a bit of luck, let's be honest, on this clean sheet run with the penalty save at Bolton, the disallowed goal at Derby. I guess our luck was out by the fact that it falls to Alfie May. Anybody else, <laughs> and they, you know, they don't take that touch. And they probably don't rifle it home like he does. It's the one player on their side that could do that. So we have to kind of accept that. And yeah, the, the, the clean sheet run is now over. And then you were kind of looking after that. What was that? That was 10 minutes to go, eight minutes to go or something? Yeah, you're kind of thinking then, right, well, let's see if we can get ourselves back into it. But given how it all kind of petered out when the subs were made, like you just said, and after we we, we did we couldn't get that crucial second goal, then, then yeah, you kind of felt maybe the, the, the good run was over. There was one thing I wanted to mention quickly as well before the goal. Chaplin had an effort that kind of fell onto the roof of the net from quite close yeah. in, from from yeah. sort of, you know, the same, not, not quite as close as where he scored his goal, but that looked a very, very similar chance. And again, you know, if you add that, the Harness one, the Edwards one, Hurst hitting the bar, if you've, if you've kind of missed chances throughout the 90 minutes, then you, you know, you can't really, you know, complain too much if you, if you do concede late on you, you've kind of, it's your responsibility to put the game to bed with those chances that you've taken earlier in the game. Yeah, good thoughts. Uh, the chat have been giving us their views as well. Um, Zorak here, Walton in the defence didn't look like they were talking Absolutely, at all. Yeah, not and a he fun rushed day. Out, he t- was it two minutes later? Three minutes later? Yeah, Walton doesn't get the ball at all. With, and Burgess has to sort it out on the touchline. So yeah, yeah, I don't know if they just weren't communicating, if they couldn't hear. I don't, I don't know. But that was a real rush of blood again a few minutes later. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think Neil sums it up neatly. Walton's been so good. Oh yeah, I'm sure yeah. we can forgive oh, him yes. one. Yeah, and. Yeah. Chris Rands always knew we'd finally concede through a mistake or the conditions. Um, in the end, it was both, but I don't really blame Walton. Interesting, Chris doesn't really. Uh, overall, well, all, Chris, or... Yeah, yeah, blame blame Walton. Yeah, he, he was most most. Let's say he was mostly at culpable. fault. Culpable. <laughs> culpable yeah. is a He's great, most, yeah, is a great word. But that was the only way they were going to score would be from a set player throw or something like that. They weren't going to play yeah. through us. They were never going to play through us, were they? So, look, yeah, no, just exactly. gutted that... The, the, it's, I think it's just a bit galling, just the manner of the goal, which was, as we said, is just so easily preventable. But there you go. Interesting thing from Kev. Kev's 
kind of relieved we conceded, presumably so we've got the don't have the burden of oh, fair play. the record continuing. Perhaps everything about Channel makes me feel sick. <laughs> the weather makes me feel even uh, even worse. Move on home to Charlton. Uh, Rob Holmes, uh, after what, Mr. Do you think Burgess could have yeah, shouted yeah. at Wolfie to leave it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, agree with that. Um, Paul Westlake may finish uh, not different from us last week stayed calm very finish. similar great yeah absolutely yeah. good point very similar yeah. though obviously obviously Hurst was first time swivel and shot he, he took his he took a touch didn't he but um but yeah absolutely. I won't lie to you the the fact that the sentence started with May really threw me off there um, I completely forgot that they uh, the, <laughs> it's Alfie May and anyway moving on from the culpability of the host I mean crap uh, Gary thought Wolfenden was uh, really solid until he headed the ball to May uh, but agree <laughs> was Walton's false um and Michael, good day to Michael. I prefer my golf. He keep it to come out and collect the ball yeah. rather than stay on the line like Bart used to do. Not there, though. It was so, a bit far out. Yeah, it was too yeah, far not, out, wasn't it? There. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree, Michael. Absolutely spot on yeah. right, but no, not in that situation. Uh, can someone enlighten me on the depot shot? I might have been rugby tackling a niece at that point. Yeah, he did. So a shot sort of went through a defender's legs, sort of a bit of power straight to the keeper, though, wasn't it? Remember? Remember that one? No. Like, low. I, I yeah, he did. That. Quite, quite low. Had an yeah, half decent position. Sort of. I think the keeper was unsighted, but yeah, bit of power in a bit straight of the keeper. Uh, James, a few times there were crossed wires between the back five. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Unusual after being on autopilot last seven or eight games. I think this kind of sums up. It's a really great point from James. I, I think it kind of sums up this kind of whole thing around Cheltenham. Th- these are the kind of places that no one likes to go to, and. Probably but, us more than anyone else, seemingly, because I think Plymouth and Barnsley have won there. We know about Sheffield Wednesday recently. It's just when when it's not a nice kind of convenient setting, maybe we struggle mentally, guys. Is is that fair, harsh thoughts, Seb? Well, it's one of these games that we've seen so many times since we've come down to League One. I mean, yeah. if we had, was it 23 shots we had against them today? And we had 31 in the home game and we've scored two goals, one from a corner <laughs> at Portman Road from Wolfen and one from a long throw today. So, you know, it's fair to say it's Incredible, not exactly the kind of side that we can, you know, we create tons of, you know, tons of decent quality chances against. It's, it, it's one of those horrible, tight little grounds. It's a bit like we saw when we used to at Accrington every year and would lose 2-0 and Colby Bishop would bully us a little bit. You know, it's the kind of thing that traditionally, as Ipswich Town, we don't tend to deal with overly well. Uh, we've been on an amazing run of form. You know, if he'd have offered us, what, 25 points from the tw- last 27 available, of course, we all would have, you know, snapped people's hands off. We've we've, we've got, a, we've gained a point on Plymouth Wednesday at a textbook win as we've kind of expected them to. So, yeah. And the good thing is we, we won't have to go to this kind of... Fleetwood maybe on the last day, but apart from that, you know, the kind of sides that we've got in the away games coming up now are going to be the likes of Peterborough and Barnsley who are going to have to take the game to us a little bit. And that holds no kind of fear for me. You know, the ones where we sit, where we play teams that like to sit deep and frustrate us and tight pitch, crappy, you know, crappy surface, uh, weather conditions today, that's when we tend to struggle and touch wood. I can't think of any other times we might have to go through that this season. Dave, agree? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, like we said, look, it's never an easy place to go. And the couple with the conditions today just made it doubly difficult, didn't it, really? However, we had more than enough to to have won the game. So, you know, performance, performance-wise and chance creation-wise, was said quite rightly said, 23 shots, nine on target. You'd think you'd do enough to win the game with those stats, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, the 92 vlogs. Thank you for joining us. Was at the game today as a Cheltenham fan. Thought you were very unlucky. Clearly, the better side with decent players 
obviously, but unfortunately fell short today. Keep going, okay, lads. Blank, yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Appreciate that. And you know, if I'm a Cheltenham fan and I'm it's like a fortress there, isn't it? I'm sure you if if the shoe was on the other foot, you'd love teams like Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday and toiling to to draws or even defeats. I'm sure you'd enjoy it, wouldn't you? So <laughs> we can't begrudge them. We can't begrudge them that. And and overall, guys, uh, in the in, in taking the game as a whole, are you satisfied with the point, or are you thinking we've got to win them all? Uh, Dave, I'll start with you. Are you... <laughs> well, you, you you're not really up because it's the manner of it, and it was you know yeah. we thought we'd got not thought we'd got over it, but yeah, you know we so many games early earlier in the season, just after Christmas as, as well. You know, you you one you one up in some some of these games, you're two up. Some of these games, you're four two up, um, and um, you know conceded late goals. You think you've 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 got over that, so it's just the manner and the the sort of the horrible scruffy goal easily preventable goal that they scored which which irks but look as looking at the bigger picture 25 points out of 27 like i said i think we said in the green room beforehand sort of thing you know um i had as in in this 10 or 9 10 game run i certainly had as draw winning today but for instance drawing at derby so flip Ooh. that four points so yeah take it and take it and move on to move on to saturday do you agree, Seb, that the, the nature of the goal is what kind of irks yeah, the most really about this one? It's frustrating because we've we've done it to ourselves, haven't we? That's the annoying thing. You know, yeah. if, if Walton stays back, there's probably no threat from that. And we probably hopefully see out a 1-0 win and it's done. It's it's self-inflicted, which is always the worst kind of, you know, worst kind of defeat, worst kind of goals conceded. But, you know, importantly, we've now got these two back-to-back home games both Plymouth and Wednesday are back-to-back away games. And it's all still in our hands, isn't it? Let's be honest. You know, I know today is frustrating, um, but it's all in our hands. It's all to play for, six to go. And there probably will be a couple more twists and turns as we go throughout the, the remaining fixes. You know, it's a bit of an old cliche, but, you know, who knows? That point today, we might we might get promoted by a point, in which case, you know, it, 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 it's fine. It might be goal difference. <laughs> and four yeah, points a, over Easter, two points ooh. per game. You know, you, um, I you, mean, that's... That's a biggie. Goal difference yeah. is gonna is could well come into it. That's such a big, big plus. <laughs> Excuse uh, the pun, big plus for us at the moment. Uh, and well. we've got some thoughts to the coming up on the chat as well. So give us your thoughts. Any thought um questions for the guys as well? Stick a cue at the start, but we'll try and skim through as many as we can. Just quick just quickly, um last knock into the game. We're one nil up. Ref gives a penalty or not? In real time, I thought it might be a penalty. I've not seen a replay of it, so I don't know. One, yeah, an injury. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's one, one all. Yeah. In in real time, what I'm saying is no, but so so flip it, flip it around. So we're one nil up. Yeah, we're one. So yeah, one nil up. Maybe, perhaps the ref is a little bit more inclined. We need your old. What was your old sliding scale that you and Ben used to have back in the day? Was it Stonewall? I seen him given. I think I think Uh, the class is seen him given. I think I put it in that. Yeah, not Stonewall. No, no, no. It's between. It's it's seen them given and soft for me. Soft. Yeah, I was in a replay in real time. I thought it was seen them given. No, no, I'm not having that. One, one final question from me. I haven't seen this mentioned anywhere else. Uh, very quickly from both of you. Is is this um, a case of no broadhead, no cutting edge, possibly? Yeah, we certainly didn't have that impact in the first half. I mean, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? He, you know, he's on the end of that, that chance that Harness puts wide. He probably plants it in the far corner. He's so confident, isn't he, at the moment? So, yeah, he was a miss. There's, there's no getting away from it. He was he was a miss today. And Harness is a is a downgrade on Broadhead. Um, look, let's hope it's not too not too serious. And he's a, a, at least you know in and around. Well, well, if not back Saturday, back for next Tuesday, perhaps we'll see. 
Yeah, Seb. Yeah, totally agree. He's become so integral to the way we've played for the last eight weeks or so. You know, we saw the the amazing counter-attacking goal at at Derby as a direct of his direct running. And, you know, some of the stuff he he does with the ball at his feet is is, is superb. And, yeah, we really, really missed him today. Hopefully, like Dave said, he's back for the weekend, if not Port Vale. Well, what was it? Did he... Did he like roll his ankle? Is that what they're saying? I think so. Yeah, ankle sprain, a sprain or something like that. Not his Achilles. So, yeah, with you know, yeah, get him down to Brightling Sea, get him in the ocean, and get him ready. Get him down to Felix, though. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly exactly right. Matt Holland knows all about that, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, What's we got the chat? Um, Ipswich Town, old boy. It all comes down to our response on Saturday, of course. Um, Yeah, certainly agree with that. You know the. The context is king, as we always say, isn't in this one. And we go and win the next two, then well, we've got to win the home games, haven't we? we we've yeah, got to exactly go and win right. them all. And Those three have to be nine points if we're if we're if we're realistic about the top two. Lee talking about Charney and next could be a sticky game. They've improved recently. I believe he's, Bond got injured he's today. Scored. Definitely scored. He scored, he scored again, scored. didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, scored again. He, he got injured, yeah. did he? Oh, that's okay. I've, I'm not got that confirmed anywhere, but yeah, Charlton very hit and miss away from home. Um, lost They're the last certainly... one out to Bristol Rovers, but beat Cambridge, yeah. beat Morecambe. I think they beat the teams you'd expect them beat. to be. Yeah, yeah they yeah. lost to Derby, drew with they Peterborough. Stuffed, they stuffed someone 6-0, the other one. Shrewsbury, at home, yeah. yeah. At home. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, at home, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, I'd have thought we'd have had, hopefully we'll have enough. A, a result like we had last game of the season, last season would be, be good, wouldn't it? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Right. sunny yeah. day. Speak yeah, that. I'd speak that. If Stan Old Boy again, speaking my language, they've lost no ground overall. Uh, yeah, I guess we're obviously Wednesday getting the win, but yeah, I get take the point. It's kind of all very congested there, isn't still it? Still in our hands, is still in our yeah, hands. That's the crucial thing, right, isn't it? Yeah, still in that's our the hands. Crucial thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul confirming to uh, the ninety-two blogs, our Cheltenham colleague, uh, who uh, said, "Yeah, it seemed to be a bit of a bogey team to Ipswich." Hmm. Yeah, Paul Westlake, rightly confirming that you're not the only and Cheltenham are not the only ones as we. Uh, yeah, no to our cost there, Lincoln, certainly a little bit of one, aren't we? Um, Sa- uh, Simon, in the context of the run, the res- result is disappointing in isolation. Probably not a terrible result to get, especially when considering getting a point on Plymouth. That kind of chimes with my sense, I think, on this one. Yeah. Uh, Neil, Plymouth away next two games and don't feel Wednesday will have it easy at Burton. Yeah. Uh, Chris ran the 38 web, uh, the 538 website, which does some amazing <laughs> modeling. Catwalk modeling is that? No, it doesn't. Uh, I know exactly. So what right. Records all three teams will finish on 94 Four more points. wins. Four and more wins, then. There you go. As I said, uh, we'll win on goal difference. Uh, I can't imagine look. the stress of that if that's how it's all going to play out. No. That last day, that will be, oh, be horrible. Oh, that no. will be horrible. Oh, no, so we've got, no, no, we've no. got some questions coming. So, what I might just very briefly do is put the scores up uh, in case folk look away now if you don't know, want to know the scores. I haven't said that ever. So, I feel like now is the time to do that. Um, <laughs> What can I do to remove that comment very quickly? There we go. Barnsley winning at Shrewsbury. A red card for Nicky Cadden um, might be helpful. Straight red, I think that was. Cambridge coming back. A late draw at Bolton. Good point. Great point for them. Talks about Macaulay Bond and Charlton. Um, good at home. A little bit of resurgence. Maybe a little bit inconsistent away. Uh, Derby can't really seem to get back into gear. MK um, yeah. definitely keeping themselves away from or trying to get away from trouble. Um, decent away point for them. Peterborough doing the business Exeter, who we thought might have a bit of a, yeah, um, a role. They're in some form, Peterborough, aren't they? They're in some real form. Yeah. Did I and see then... that Rakeem the Dream scored? Yes. I think I yep. saw that mention on Telegram. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Plymouth Lincoln, though, guys. Um, and not a happy home life for once at Plymouth. We know that they're 
um, hugely dominant there. But yeah, a bit of a shock. Um, I mean, somebody in the Telegram group said they were they were booze at full time, which. Yeah, for a side with their record, okay, fair enough, they didn't turn up at Wembley last week, but their their home record this season, they're up there with us on Wednesday, and they probably wouldn't expect to be. That seems incredibly harsh if they've had, you know, boos to coming off the pitch, but hopefully this is the start of their, we know what a pain Lincoln can be, and Lincoln's record against the top three is pretty though. We know about that, don't we? It's booze of frustration, isn't it? We know. Yeah, maybe, but hopefully this now sets them off on a little bit of a wobble because they've got Exeter, which is a derby for them, and they'll be well up for that one. And then they've got Shrewsbury, which pre the last couple of games wasn't an easy place to go, but maybe Exeter's the one where we can hopefully there's a bit of a favour and Rakeem the Dream can keep his goal scoring. Oh, can you imagine? Prowess. Agent Rakeem. Worth noting, um, 64% possession for Plymouth. No surprises, but... XG wise, and you guys know I love a bit of XG. 0.78 for Plymouth, 1.46 for Lincoln. Total shots 17 to Lincoln, 14 to Plymouth. Big chances two Ooh. to nil. Big chances missed one to nil to Lincoln. So the idea that that was kind of, I guess it was a, maybe a smash and grab. But in terms of output, attack. Well, you haven't output, got Bali Mumba and Whitaker smashing him in from 20 yeah, yards in the ninth gone. Mumba's he's gone out, back to Norwich. He's out for he? the season, isn't he? Yeah. He um did I see in the first half also they had one chalked off as well. Lincoln. Yeah. I thought I was following that on Telegram. Yeah. Yeah. Someone um, posted preemptively that it had gone to two 0 and got everyone excited, and then it actually went to two 0 so we could all actually get legitimately excited. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like that from the match day chat on Telegram. Do get involved if you want some drama. <laughs> goals going in at other grounds is the, is the place to be our Telegram match chat. Uh, all the links you need. Um, for Telegram and our pods and stuff, Blue Monday ITFC.co.uk to um to join in there. We've got um I'm wary that we've blitzed through all of this kind of stuff. I've not finished the results from uh the rest of Monday yet, but I think we've kind of covered the main ones there. I think Sheffield Wednesday 3-0 back to business there against Accrington. Yeah. Wickham bouncing back to Forest Green helpfully as well for them. But yeah, maybe put the league table up just to um if that gives anyone some reassurance, but I guess maybe not down, given we're down to third, but as we said, mathematically in our hands, win the game in hand on Sheffield Wednesday and it's in our hands, isn't it? So there you go. I, th- I think the, the goal difference does give you a little bit of, it does. Re- not insurance, yeah. but reassurance as well. That's a, yeah, I mean, 21 I know it's, on, I know, I know it's the, the cliche, the old cliche worth a point. Well, it's interesting there though. I can see, well, I, I think either one of Derby or Bolton will miss out there. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna. Yeah. Doesn't make both well for League One next season, does it? With maybe some tough teams coming down. Yeah. In terms of bits and pieces, we'll get to the questions. There's some great ones coming in, so thank you, everyone. Keep them coming. Stick a queue at the start. Uh, we'll make sure Seb and Dave answer as many as we can. Normal service resumes. We'll be probably doing a Wednesday midweek, or I think Craig, I think, and Joe have made themselves available for that. We'll be doing a pre-match show. We'll be out Friday morning and flagship looking back on Charlton Ipswich, Ipswich Charlton, uh, 8 p.m. next Sunday live. Get involved in the chat. Um, the season uh, keeps gone, keeps on going. We've got six games left. It feels busier than at any other point in the season, but it definitely isn't. We're just, it's drama, isn't it? So um, stick with us here on Blue Monday. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. All of our content landing in your subscription feed or your podcast feed. Um, and hopefully... Plenty of positivity to talk about for the rest of the season as well. 
Let's go to the question, shall we? Neil Perks, uh, what do you think are the toughest remaining games? He's going for Peterborough, um, one each from you guys, Seb? Agree, yeah. When we did our Blue Monday predictions a few weeks ago, that was the loss that I thought would happen because our record at London Road is pretty crap and they've got goals throughout the team. So, yeah, I think that's going to be a really tricky one. Barnsley doesn't fill me with as much dread, but that's you know probably equally as tricky, but Peterborough's the one for me. Dave? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice yeah. and easy there. Um, Rob's given us a positive. Uh, no team have got away from us over Easter level with points. We have Wednesday yep. and gained a point yep. at Plymouth and Barnsley. There you go, Rob. Thank you. Bless you for um, finding the positivity. That's what we want. Uh, Lee, both Wednesday and Plymouth got tough away games coming up in the next two. We can both ours and still have a, and still have a game in, in hand on Wednesday. I think there's like a dot, dot, dot. And East Enders, doom, 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 doom. Uh, Neil, uh, question, win the league, home to Exeter Chaps. Go on, Dave, oh, take that one. What the hell good would that be? How yes, please. Good would that be? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Have we ever done Have we ever done that? Well, we did. I mean, obviously, when we won the league, but well, obviously, when we won the top division back in 61, 62, that was certainly at home. But previously, then, well, 91, 92, that was away at Oxford. Wasn't it? Then we had the game that the, I say the nothing game, a brilliant home game against Brighton, didn't we? Um, so, you know, promotions, promotions that we have had, um, yeah, have been sort of a mix, but that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? But that would, so that's the penultimate game, isn't it? That's, yeah. so yeah, there'd have to be, a, well, we'd have had to have an extremely nice run of probably five wins. Five wins, five wins, I think would get it done, actually. Yeah, that would set it up. No, it'd be four wins. Sorry, on it, four wins, and uh, yeah, that could well that could well be the game. But crikey, those four wins would have meant we'd have won at Barnsley and won at. P- I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. I don't want to think about that. But well, how good would that be, though? Bloody hellfire! Very good. Well, that's the home game, and maybe it's done on the on the on the road. Seb Neil wants to know how many points do we think we'll get from the three away games we've got left. I think Fleetwood will depend on what's riding on it, but you'd have to fancy us there. You know, we'd have to go there and, and, and put in performance. And the other two, I've said, I think Peter was the tricky one. Barnsley, I, I'm not as concerned about Barnsley when I watched them play against Wednesday. There was a lot of space in behind their two fullbacks they like to bomb on. So you like to think that Davis and Burns could really cause problems there. So I'll be optimistic and go for six points. I think wins at Barnsley and Fleetwood, um, but a defeat at Peterborough. There we go. Dave's yeah, not me now. And I'd yeah, no, I'd, 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 I'd concur, I think. Cool. Uh, Paul Westlake, red cards for Charlton, Port Vale and Barnsley Ooh. today. I think obviously, Barnsley's probably going to come too late for us near Nicky Cadden. Two straight reds, small margins, but could that also play into hands? I don't think, I think the Barnsley one in the fact that Cadden would be coming back into the game having missed the last three, so might not be up to speed perhaps. But yeah, they all every little helps to borrow a advertising slogan, doesn't it, guys? Okay, yeah, really marginal gains, you know, yeah, if it, if yeah. it makes, yeah. Clutch, if it can make a little... Draw. Yeah, Plus why not? Yeah. Uh, James, does 94 points get us promoted? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Anyway, this year you can't call it, can you? Oh. It's crazy. You know, you, you might have a side missing out with 95 points or so. So crazy, in any yeah. normal year, I'd say oh yes, James, God. absolutely. But but this year, you just simply can't call it. I, 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 I can't. I couldn't call that. Nice golf swing, though, James, on your profile. I saw a nice finish. I can see that. There it is. Yeah. Lovely look. form. Lovely yeah. form. Nice tis finish. The, tis the season for it. Yeah, we need to do a John Rahm, don't we? We need to surge to the finish line. That's what we want. Um, there's some questions that are kind of tempting fate or asking for trouble. So I'm going to keep them in the chat. I see you. Thank you. I appreciate the input. 
I, I'm just one of those hosts that doesn't want to go there. So I, I appreciate you, but I'm going to move us on. Um, P-Girls reminding us, Lincoln are purely there to be League One giant killers. Their record with the Ipswich, Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth, 1-2, wow. drawn four, lost zero. Incredible. There you go. I thought they, I thought Plymouth might have done a little bit better than that, but maybe not. But yeah, good old, oh no, Lincoln, I was thinking about Chatham. Yeah, thank you, Pete. Uh, so there you go. Putting those results in context, guys, because we always get a little bit, oh, it only happens to Ipswich, but mm-hmm. Pete kind of proving maybe not. Um, not uh, Michael, it's all my fault. I looked at the tables. Don't, don't, Michael. Don't do it, man. Don't it's, do it. It's not going to change because you look at it. Um, <laughs> that's wrong, isn't it? I'll leave that on lingering out there. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Gourds. Um, Gourd Young. Before today's results, we could have lost our game in hand on over Wednesday and still been ahead based on goal difference. But now we need to win. Uh, statement of fact. I'm going to help me All navigate right. that one. Is that uh, if we'd have lost our game in hand, results, we, we wouldn't have still been ahead of them, would we? We, could, we, we have to win the game in hand to go ahead. Oh, before today's yeah. Oh, yeah, we dropped two points today. So two yes yeah. we were one point yeah 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 let's move it on i should have gone yeah yeah, yeah we're going sure god's making a good point but we're just it's too yeah we saw that yeah he's gone back to norwich yeah yeah, Mumba. yeah. yeah. Out for the season. So yeah. more margins more margins uh to borrow paul you have to say uh, if they do get top two incredible. having lost cooper oh, whitaker Mumba, we will have to yeah. applaud the and, same and, fair hey. play and azaz for a lot of yes. lot of the season as well we'll have to, you know sometimes you have to hold your hands up and say absolutely fair play to you here yeah uh, CC drags. I can definitely see Plymouth losing to Exeter Derby. They also kick off first as well. So I, I don't know. If there's always a little bit of added pressure. I think, presumably on the TV. So yeah, maybe um, I can see the point on that one. Uh, Rob's asking us about how many points do you think? How many think points do you think we need to get the top? Yeah, I, I think we've covered that one. I think we talked about points plenty. Michael, do you think any of the top four teams are going to win all of their last games? Apart from town, I think there's going to be no. points dropped. Aren't they're all yeah. over the place? Yeah, there will. Yeah, there will be because pressure and natural nerves will kick in, and something unexpected will happen. And yeah, there'll be drop points by us as well. I think. I don't, I don't think we're going to win all that. So hopefully in the Devon Derby on Saturday. Yeah, it'd be go. nice. Uh, Chris, we need to. We must win. Here's Chris making demands. We must win the three home games. Yeah, I think oh. Seb's made that point already. I think we all of us agree with that as well. We've got to win the home games anyway. And the Fleetwood one that gives us ninety three. So I reckon we need a draw at either Peterborough or Barnsley and 94. There you go. And the goal yeah, difference I, I, as well, Chris. Yeah, with the goal difference, you'd think that would be. There you enough. go. Chris is making it easy. Just do that. Uh, <laughs> just effing do it. Rob, my, um, Seb, um, birthday buddy. Uh, my birthday, 29th of April. So winning promotion at home to Exeter. You beat you and Seb out in the town hall steps doing a Danny Sunray. Um, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, do you think Ipswich could slip up against Exeter? Oh, CC drags. I thought you were my mate. No, you're bringing that there? to the party. He's gone no, out. He was up, then he's down. What's well, Exeter, on? I think, have uh, taken a couple of beatings of late, haven't they? They lost well, today, They got beat 3-1 by Peterborough today. Yeah. Nothing to play go. for, have they? They're, you know, they're, they'll be on the beach, so hopefully we can take full advantage. Yeah, um, Chris continuing, showing us showing us the working. Great flair from Chris here. If 94 points is enough, and I think it will be, then we get there with four. I think he's made something. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I think we've just repeated this. Yeah, yeah thank you for that. that. Uh, Stephen, questioning about Plymouth, will they now fall away? I think, Seb, you've answered that. If if they don't, they'll have definitely, definitely. deserved yeah. promotion, but it's definitely with Mumba out. That is a real problem. And Cooper as well. Big, I think. big. That, 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 that Derby Saturday, massive, a big massive loss. game. Yeah. And I think we'll end with one final question from Michael. And can I answer it? Um, do you think Clark will score before the end of the season? 
Yeah, and it's going to be a Thunderbee, isn't it? Fleetwood away, 91st minute. I thought that was Harness. We need we to go, maybe get yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I thought Two goals in injury time. I must so. admit, I thought at half-time with the wind, with that raging wind in our favour, second half, I thought, oh, this is tailor-made for Clark to unleash one in the, in the top bin, but he never quite got in that position, did he? He did not, but yeah. Um, Hurst today could have been thin, Thunderbee territory, Dave? I think so, yeah. You're the committee. Very- I think if he buried that one in the top corner, yeah, yeah, crikey, if he'd have buried that one in the top corner, what a collection, what a collection of goals that yeah, would have been. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Blue great neck, But, yeah. Nevertheless, we yeah. move on from, uh, thank you, Chris, there you go, helping us out with the YouTube monetization there with spelling the word out. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining in. Um, appreciate the chat. Hopefully, we've we've provided a little bit of, you know, rational, considered debate on, what has been a, ultimately maybe a frustrating afternoon, albeit the chances were there to get the points, maybe a self-inflicted situation with a goal conceded, but the promotion dream is still very much life. Mathematically, it's still there. Ups and downs inevitably to follow from all the teams hunting down those top two spots. Will it be record points tallies? Will it be goal difference? Stick with us here on Blue Monday to find out. Thank you, everyone who's given us a question, joining the chat. Thank you for the love James French over on Facebook. Appreciate that. And the likes from Matt, Pete, Stephen and Gary. Please do likewise if you're over on YouTube and please do subscribe and leave us a podcast review if you're listening on the podcast as well. We appreciate everyone over there as well. Uh, Dave, um, I'll let you say goodbye. Any any thoughts and reflections to share before the people no, go back to the rest No, of the week? not really. Let's, let's just box this one away today. Just put that one away. Move on to Charlton and get the three points and then concentrate on next year oh no <laughs> they concentrate it's, 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 it's going to be crazy it's just going to be a crazy few weeks so look and, I've, and i'm sure there's going to be so many twists and turns there always is um yeah let's just let's just enjoy it really i think as much as we can do you uh, i mean do you think Seb, at these, t- these this time of year we haven't been in here for a while but we are here the scholar Ronan Keating, when he talks about life being a roller coaster, is that the kind of thought that comes to your mind? Just got to ride it. <laughs> if I'd had the button ready, do it again and I'll press the button and we can say goodbye to everyone. Thank you everyone for watching. Um, uh, thank you for your support as always. We'll be back uh, midweek and for pre match show. But Seb's going to leave us with Ronan Keating, everyone. Here we go. Sing it. Life, life is a roller coaster. Just got to ride it. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.